It's Sunday Night Baseball, and that means Buster only is with the Dodgers. Buster, thanks a lot for the time. Always appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad uh, we've now uttered two sentences from you, and you haven't ripped me yet for being from Vermont. (laughs) I tried to find some facts to impress you about Vermont, but I figured I would fall short. Yeah, that's, I mean, given the fact that you've said Vermont is the worst state ever and nothing good ever came out of Vermont, I could mention Carlton Fisk, I could mention the Green Mountain Boys, I could mention maple syrup, but you're not impressed. Buster, I stepped foot in Vermont for a family wedding. I'm not sure I'll ever go back. Uh, and you know what? We, we've actually sh- we've closed down like all the, the passageways for you to come into the state. We have troopers out there ready to stop you at the border. They've got your picture up. They're not going to let you in. Well, that's why we have to meet in California. Yeah. And here in San Francisco, the Dodgers won their 100th game quicker than any other team in franchise history. From your standpoint, from the outside looking in, how good is this Dodger team? Well, it has a chance to be in the conversation as the greatest team ever. You know, I covered the 98 Yankees uh, for the New York Times, and that was a team that won 114 games the regular season. They wound up winning 125. They blew out the Padres in the World Series. But it was very interesting today hearing from Dave Roberts saying, basically, you know what, if we don't win the World Series, it really doesn't matter. And he's right. That Yankee team at that time played under that standard, which is not easy. Mm -hmm. That nothing you do matters unless you win the World Series. That's the standard the Dodgers have built for themselves because they've been so dominant in the regular seasons that now, unless they can punch through and win the World Series, all this regular season success is kind of meaningless. I think the 2001 Seattle Mariners would testify to that. 116 wins in the regular season, they get knocked out in the playoffs, and nobody remembers them. How much is the past somewhat of a burden for the Dodgers? They won it in 2020, but they've come up short in previous years. So I I felt like that the teams that I cover with the Yankees year by year by year, it got to be a burden for those teams. Pushing the rock back up the hill in 99 was tougher than 98 when the team was highly motivated. In 2000, it was a little tougher than 99. In 2001, it was tougher than 2000. What I've noticed about the Dodgers is I don't feel like they, they have that burden that I see on their shoulders in the same way. And I think part of that is, is because they brought in new guys. Right. You know, to bring in a Freddie Freeman, uh, to a new challenge for him. Trey Turner, you know, last year. I think it's important that you have fresh blood. And, and so those guys can, can build up the energy to help push guys along. I asked Dave Roberts today uh, about, hey, who are the guys – in a moment, who are going to push your team on a daily basis, and he goes, Justin Turner, Freddie Freeman. Yeah, no doubt. Freddie Freeman and Justin Turner had the biggest voices in a season-changing hitters meeting. That's the type of impact they've had. Yeah, and I, I did a story uh, the other day, came out uh, over the weekend uh, on ESPN.com about the Dodgers' one, two, three hitters in the lineup, yeah. and how did that come about? And it was very interesting that it was Dave Roberts meeting with those three guys, asking them their thoughts on how they should arrange it, where should Turner hit, where should Freeman hit, uh, you know, where Mookie should hit. And one of the more interesting tidbits that came out of that that I got from Freddie and from Trey Turner was how much they've encouraged Mookie, look, swing at strikes. If the ball's in the zone, then attack. 
You know, Trey said that that's something he will do. Freddie said that's something he will do. And if you look at the percentage of swings that Mookie has had this year on balls in the zone, it's jumped dramatically. So I think it's had an impact on him and maybe helped him get a career high in homers. Buster, you covered Mookie when he was in Boston, won the MVP. Have you ever seen a player as talented as he is, a superstar as good as he is, but yet be as humble as he is? No, almost to a fault. <clears throat> you know, I, I, and I heard this from Red Sox folks. They talked about how hard Mookie is on himself. You know, I, I remember an all-star break once when uh, he didn't make the all-star team. And I asked uh, different guys, hey, what did he do during the all-star break? And they said he went back to Nashville and he was hitting. Wow. Um, and from what I understand, uh, my colleague Jessica Mendoza uh, was telling me about this. She, of course, does Dodger games, too. Um, she told me that. Freddie has had a great impact on Mookie in that he's helped Mookie understand, look, you don't have to drive yourself crazy. Uh, You can trust the process. You're talented enough. Just come in, get your work done. You'll be a great player, and that's how it's played out this year. But, you know, in working that story on this one, two, and three hitters, what's pretty clear is Mookie, Freddie Freeman, a few more years, both those guys are going to have qualified, in my mind, for the Hall of Fame. That's how good Mookie's been to this point. No doubt. The big three, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Trey Turner. There is no big three with ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. It's just Buster only from Vermont. (laughs) Well, thank you. Vermont product, you need to say that. Am I the only thing good to come out of Vermont? That's what you told me that once. Yeah, and I will stand by that. Buster only is Vermont's treasure. Thanks a lot for the time. Thank you.